I shall go ahead and hit the record button. So will I. May have to get uh, my dog kicked out here, though. He's licking himself, and I don't want our listeners to think it's one of us. We're going to talk about House on Sorority Row. Oh, oh college girls! <laughs> Fun thing is, uh, you know, these are college girls that would be like our mother's age. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I guess that removes the creep factor then. It's like, hey, they would be creepy. But I'm leering at them if they leered back. <laughs> They're pretty old yeah. now, so uh, <laughs> it's it's mm-hmm. appropriate. Yeah, he's just not stopping. Let's get him out of here. He's looking at you like you would too, buddy. <laughs> if you had the capability. Thankfully, he's just licking his uh, back foot. But, you know, it being an audio medium, as I have to remind mm-hmm. Hyro. You can imagine whatever you want. <laughs> a certain kind of girl joins Pi Theta sorority. A girl who likes to party and likes to get close to her friends. Because in this sorority, nothing is off limits. As long as it's fun for the girls. One more fling won't set us back, any. In the house on Sorority Row, rated R. I'm looking for a new picture because that one didn't work. It's not great. And for the record, I still have my my kids are here in the in the background. Uh, I've got my Zoom minimized, so <laughs> just no, it's all good. It's uh, um, just running behind today. Convenient. Oh, finally a JPEG. I can't find. Constantly can't find uh, JPEGs anymore. All right. Is everybody recording? Ready to go? Of course. Are you waiting for my answer? I mean, you leaned into the microphone and made no sound, so. Oh, I was t- <laughs> I was trying to see over the mic to type some notes. <laughs> Yet again. The fabled notes. <laughs> Jared, thank you for bringing the sex appeal to the uh, anniversary edition for uh, the House on Sorority <laughs> Row by going... You thought it was Derek, huh? <laughs> His golden curls. There you go, Hiro. Say something complimentary about uh, Jared's Zoom background, soon to be on Instagram. Mm-hmm. What is that supposed to be, exactly? She's a grandma serial killer. <clears throat> How? Okay. This is a real person. She would. <laughs> this is a real person. Uh, an inspiration from the movie. I uh, looked her up. She uh, dosed <laughs> the people that she was with with sleeping pills so she could presumably overpower them. Because <laughs> that's the only way. Pat Oswalt's got a bit where it's like, if you're over 90, like you should be able to, you know, murder is legal now. Because if somebody that's 90 years mm. old murders you. Yeah. You deserve that shit. Yeah, you deserve it. Yeah, look, you got best blaming to start. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I've got a women hating each other joke. Can I say that's really about the only thing I I liked about this movie? I'd never seen this. I I, I guess it's a classic, uh, only that it's a horror movie that's been remade. I don't know if that means it's a classic or not, but uh, I did look up its Rotten Tomatoes, and yeah, fifty percent from critics and thirty four percent from audience members which is strange. i did some research on this man um okay a little bit a little bit this is like Hyro's widely reg- 
widely regarded to be a uh, a one of the top uh, slasher films of all time. Um, like Tarantino's got it on his you know top twenty list or whatever mm. it is. Like like I think like in hindsight, you know, we get the uh, the the twenty twenty vision, and cats have really taken to this one. I guess. I thought the audience score would be higher than that. Like I assume it has twelve reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, so I thought, okay, this is going to be presumably of the time. So this. It technically released in uh, 82, so uh, horror and, I guess, sober cin- cinema superfan uh, Derek uh, Stewart of The Grand Gesture, he he was like, oh, y'all are doing 82 next year? That's not an 83 movie, but it released in two cities, <laughs> I think, in 82. You like, want to get you know, super technical on you? That's 1982. I th- guess if you were, like, maybe in Austin, Texas or someplace where it premiered, but it, nationwide did not make its way until January of uh, 83. As far as the opening weekend, the I was... better point is uh, nobody cares. <laughs> well, yes, no one would know. I mean, he apparently he did, but uh, this uh, opened the weekend of January 21st uh, through 23rd, 1983, and uh, it was the top new release, so I'm going with the masses here. And grossed six hundred and seventeen thousand dollars, and came in fourteenth place for that opening mm. opening weekend. Now, now hold on, but the second week it shot to like number one, didn't it? That is correct. It did. I don't told you did somehow, my research, man. I'm here to support the, the podcast. It somehow caught on. I'm guessing expanded because it does say that it's a you know, wide release was only one hundred fifty three theaters for this weekend, but then it did expand out. Um, all right, I'll just get into the pervy shit. Uh, I think the painted <laughs> poster, which I think I was familiar with from like box art, mm. is far more titillating than pretty much anything you get in this movie, and especially with the the inclusion <laughs> of sorority in the title. Uh, right, I was sold lies. <laughs> I was expecting I, I, p- pillow fights, you know, mud wrestling. Yeah. Oops, we all fell in the pool with our white t shirts. Which is Oh no. What, what I was Way more saxophone music, something like that, oh, yeah. you know? Definitely. I did enjoy, like you do with a lot of eighties movies, uh cuts to uh just a, a house band in the movie. You have like a movie house band that just mm. plays throughout all the, the shenanigans, which I don't think we we didn't get in the modern scream movies, correct? Like I I don't think that uh I don't know if they were trying to ground it more, but it's like man, they the eighties, they threw these massive fucking parties, at least on film. And even though this looks like it takes place in a podunk, nowhere. When did DJs come into existence? Right. Cause now, you know, it's just a dude with a big speaker and his, and his, you know, iPhone. Right. I'm trying to think of the last, like the last high school movie where there was like a band playing. Can't hardly wait. There's a big sequence where the nerdy kid like takes over for the band and does his like guns and roses thing. But I think now it's played more for just jokes. It's like, oh, look at the AV kids like being dorks. They're not played as cool. I'm not saying this band is cool, Jared. Do not think I'm going that far. Don't you dare besmirch four out of five doctors, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what they were called? I think so. God, so bad. I couldn't, okay, I couldn't keep the uh, characters straight here, like the names. I thought this was (laughs) pretty terribly... Um, it was just incompetent as far as like filmmaking because <laughs> I'm like, good God, will someone like talk to someone on camera with their name? Because they reference names later, like, oh, Karen went to go get the car. I'm like, which which one is fucking Karen? It doesn't help that none of these people. The one that's complaining stars. the most. Which one is? Is that the like the hero? Is that the one that's like hyperventilating? Is it like is I don't it know. the one that gets into the uh, the sheer ninety before she's killed just to be like? Killed. The best one. I appreciate. That's the best yeah, one. I appreciate her. 
Uh, I guess I like the asshole one the best. The one that says, hey, let's play a prank on this uh, headmistress at our sorority house and pull a gun on her. And make her get in the pool. Sweet prank, bro. What, what is the pull a gun? That? <laughs> That's a lot of thought goes into that prank. Put your hands up, Grandma. <laughs> really, really got me good on that one. It really makes something like I know what you did last summer, which I saw as a teenager and as of uh, at least mine and Jared's time, I guess in the late nineties. It makes it look uh, smart and dare I say it, subtle. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I know who the characters are. He, Ryan Phillippe no. is the like the cruel, like rich boy. Jennifer uh, Love Hewitt is the uh, the virgin, the the good girl, uh, and you know the reasoning for their cover up makes sense. They're out partying and they they hit somebody and they don't want to ruin their lives. This one, uh, you know, God lover, the uh, the ringleader is trying to fuck on her waterbed. And yes, that sir. Bag comes in and just ruins her waterbed and ruins the moment. She doesn't get laid that night. And so she goes and gets a fucking gun. <laughs> Not even a length that I have went <laughs> for whatever I get tonight. <laughs> you know what was interesting is that that waterbed is huge. You know how much water's in that thing? It, it, like when you go, you, Mike, you're talking about the filmmakers and and like sort mm. of the ineptitude. There's a lot of us also like messed up, um, like location stuff and, and continuity. Right, mm. so she cuts up this waterbed. They're on like the third floor of this old wooden house, um, just things like that. Or they'll God love they'll tur- everybody wants some that actually makes that like you have characters saying this is a dumbass fucking idea. Do you know how much water it's going to take? Like it's going to go through right. the fucking floor. The- yes, not yeah. here. No, not at all. I've no. never fucked on a waterbed either. I can't imagine that that's a. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> oh, really? I had one. Yeah, I had one. <laughs> Absolutely. I didn't expect that. <laughs> Okay. I'm just thinking about the logistics of it. I'm trying no. to... Does it no, do man. a lot of the work for you, Hiro? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Absolutely. I'm not laughing Okay, at all right. I'm, I'm open to new ideas. point of view. I'm like, hold on now. This might And this will give to the sides, right? Yeah. So, like, the knee will actually sink down, right? Oh. So, you know, no, it's... It, it, brother, for that uh, activity... Um, they are the works best. out pretty well, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. And then there's now, different kinds, right? All, this, all yeah. positions, or is it just for specific? Like, is there something? Well, let's just, get like, to the real know, issues. Yeah, is there no home field advantage on certain positions? You know, you don't you don't do that because that's an away game. Well, it's it's perfect for the best one, right? Which is just. <laughs> I say we're forty now. The only positions I'm going to lay on. So you say waterbed yeah. is more of like a, it's more of like a retirement uh, sex act kind of thing. Like you're, you're, which I had at like thirteen, fourteen. What's your sleep number, bitch? Let's go. <laughs> but you got to make sure that you don't get like the old school ones, like the one that they had there. That has like no fight. So they started coming like with fibrous material inside of it to kind of. Um, limit the, like the original ones is just pure water so you would like just be vomiting like from seasickness god damn um, i didn't know i was going to talk to the waterbed king of miami <laughs> it's, it's saving our episode right here this is all there's yeah, nothing else to talk to about yeah. there's nothing else to talk about i mean i i could do a deep dive on the lady's van if you want to you know what i mean we could talk about that sweet ass van she had with the bar on the back and the the rotator phone on the dash you never expect it a college girl to have the the shagging wagon type of the fucking of mystery perv, machine perv van. No. Yeah. Did yeah. you all like that? There, there's. I mean, I guess there is one dude from the party that wanders into the the bloodlust here of you know the 
<laughs> the horror Catches of the house. a stray round. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like that it was for the main, I mean, you know, kills. It's just the, the, the pranksters. It's just like a, it seem, seemingly like a revenge thing comes into it. So I, I kind of dug that this was uh, these uh, hot girls uh, decided to do something stupid by making an old lady go get her cane in the water at gunpoint. And uh, they're going to be terrorized for it now. Um, of course, none of them choose to leave. And even knowing that they have a dead body that they've hidden in the pool, they're mainly concerned about someone from the party turning on the pool lights. Not the fact that they just push the body in the pool, but they're like, hey, we got to make sure the lighting situation that those those cats can't can't, uh, can't reveal. And it's only until, I guess, is it during the party they decide to move the body to like a, a grave site and they dig, dig a fucking grave like these girls like are not going to stop. Like they're not going to let anything get in the way of this, these shenanigans here. And I did kind of admire that. I just wish the kills were better. Well, I kind of, doesn't that make you question where they got their degrees from? Cause you've got like six or seven of them and these idiots are just complete buffoons. You know, the, um, when they <laughs> the first critical thinking, never. yeah, where's the critical thinking here? We, we failed never. that class. They're like, She's hey, dead. Roll, roll her in the pool. <laughs> and we got to weigh her down. Put some towels on her. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, no scientists I, among I us here? I didn't realize that if you jump in a pool with a towel, that that's it. It's your, your sinking oh, like Clearly, this is enough weight to sink a human body. <laughs> Thank God we got all of our undergrad degrees. <laughs> Look, uh, you, you, I mean, Hiro, he went into it with his... Uh, you know, his uh, sexual techniques on a waterbed. Mm-hmm. So we were getting there. But with the poster, with the title, I thought this was going to be far more titillating. And even if you uh, are turned on by excessive violence from the slasher genre, this, doesn't this feel like very restrained? Like even pretty, I know it's early uh, 80s, but wasn't that – we're well past this, right? Where someone just pokes you with a cane and then you, <laughs> you fall down. It's not very satisfying on any front. <laughs> Unless you're Vladimir Putin or something like that. You know what I mean? You've got the – you got the plutonium nine on the tip of the thing. Yeah, not very cinematic. I mean, there is a decapitated head at one point, but it's very, very late in the game. But yeah, the the kills here are not uh, that interesting. Which I, I guess I'm just going to treat this like a Christmas fucking movie. Like when I see that this became like some sort of cult classic, is it just because it got so much play? Like, <laughs> are you being play? ironic again? <laughs> yeah, is it just like? <laughs> Is it just Elf showing up on ABC Family? And so in this 80s, it was like, hey, look, the box art. We're going to see tits in this. And then you didn't. You were disappointed. But you just watched it a few times. Because I, I don't really understand how this has such, it. I guess, <laughs> seemingly high regard. I say that because Hyro just no. says, hey, this became like a cult classic. I read similar things. But I'm not seeing much evidence as far as like how it was you know, responded to, like even now with the Rotten Tomatoes score. I mean, I'll pull up Letterboxd. Well, they remade it. They remade it, I think, in, in the mid-2000s or something like that with uh, like the cast of uh, one of those MTV shows. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't exactly that they put like DiCaprio or Chalamet in it or something like that. You know what I mean? You, got the, you still have the B team, but I don't know. I, I don't understand. I'm, I'm with you, Mike. Like, I don't understand what is so appealing about this thing. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> it's like do you like uh halloween we have parts of that do you like uh psycho yeah i like that <laughs> well you're gonna hate this movie <laughs> best letterbox not... review i can find for it the average score is 3.1 so you know it's even on the the film nerd community is not i guess saying that this is a five-star classic but 
Uh, Rowan Meski, three stars. The best way to celebrate graduating college is stage a serious crime. Three stars for elder abuse. That's it. That's the, <laughs> oh, so this person just wants to like beat the elderly. Got it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mike, can, can I backtrack something that I said on a previous podcast? Sure. Uh, what was that? It was Mystery Science. What was that? Mystery 3000 or Mystery Science oh, wow. Theater. You're going back you know, uh, two seasons ago. Yeah. Yep. So my intense hatred of that, I actually pulled this bad boy up on Tubi and I almost started the Riff Tracks version, right? They have it like, side by side oh, when, you, when you look at them. I almost, oh. almost. I'm actually going to say that that might have been better than this, One right? Like of that. Us. One of <laughs> us. Look at that. Oh, you like it now? <laughs> I'm just making an assessment. Like I, I'm, like I'm, because this is so dull. I think that they actually would have benefited from a, from a background of uh, of of tomfoolery from the little robot and vacuum cleaner. I will say that my main problem with the movie was it feels like that we could whip up better practical effects in a weekend. <laughs> it's three people that have never worked on such. <laughs> We'd also it's probably really... spruce up some of the skin, uh, skin stuff that's going on, right? We'd also, well, that's you know, that's juice what's it up so a bit. disappointing of its time. Like you, so higher. You mentioned like the mid two thousands version. I'm sure there's not nudity in that. Like you know, post you know, scream uh, era. I, I don't expect nudity anymore uh, in this genre. But nineteen you know eighty two Derek or eighty three for our purposes when people could <laughs> actually see the damn thing. I, I'm just so so disappointed in this. I, I can't believe who scheduled this. Hyro must have been you scheduled did this. the entire thing with no input whatsoever, and this okay, is what we get. The, the other wide release this week was something called Independence Day. Keep in mind, eighty three that uh, grossed uh, forty thousand dollars on eight screens, and that was the uh, that was the wide release. I, I didn't research That's what that it? was. Yeah, well, there's uh the one we're doing next week. Uh, we'll. The Year of Living Dangerously with Mel Gibson, the Peter Weir uh, movie, which debuted on one screen. <laughs> so, House on Sword Wait, wait a second. Of- your, your research like begs to, begs some scrutiny here. Because Does it now? Oh, I can't wait it's, to hear this. It's not like movies <laughs> just emerged. There's something had to have been released on widescreens. I think this, this is, is the problem with going about. back to uh, this time period was... Uh, uh, so say I have uh, this week Gandhi uh, moved up from f- let's see fifteenth to in fourth place and it was in three hundred and fifty theaters. So mm. just the time period you have is there's just a slow trickle. Legs. Where it's, they had yeah. legs. Yeah, things yeah, like so, stayed in the theater for a long time. I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. So if, this is really so bad it, podcasting, uh, by the way. It may prove that uh, we can't really dive back too much into the history of things. I mean, I could go back to the 50s and 60s where there was like three new releases in the first six months of the year, and they were still playing uh, It's a Wonderful Life on, you know, a thousand, a thousand You're years, actually but... bringing, bringing Barry back to like to life, you know what I mean? His, his status of, like, don't go back too far. Yeah, I think 83 could be it. Um, you know, I it, it sucks because I do think like, you know, that mid 70s period is probably like where we would get like the most amount of classics in like, you know, one time period, like 74 or something. But the problem would be like the, uh, you know, the dry months here. The in-betweens. <laughs> yeah, the in-betweens. You know, we're saying this like, you know, you mentioned uh, the House on Sorority Row remake, which whatever 2000s, I'm sure like whatever 2000s you, you pick third week of January we would be bitching just as much and there would be eight new releases <laughs> and they're all dog shit. It'd be Cuba Gooding Jr. in an ice cream truck or chasing 
dogs, you know. Is that like cool? Uh, that, that, that's actually a movie, isn't it? That, that one's, that, I think, from the 90s. False! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Radio, I think it was a 2003 <laughs> Oscar junket special. I think that had high hopes, but. No, there's something with the ice cream truck. I think Skeet Ulrich might be in that. Uh, you know who's actually seen that movie? It came up on a podcast with Dave. Away, Bobby! I think I made the same reference. <laughs> and much like Derek was with House on Sorority Row, he was like, uh, what was it? I'm remembering because Dave said it. I think it was called Chill Factor. <laughs> not only That's had not Dave, good. Not only had Dave seen it, but he saw opening weekend and like the midnight showing of it. I love it. <laughs> so ice cream. <laughs> Had wow. your man skeet in it though, yeah. so I expected you to be there, Hiro. You you must have moved on and already started procreating and had responsibilities at that point. No, well, I was working on it, but no. On a waterbed still. <laughs> Is there any other way? I miss some intrigue now. I mean, like in my advanced age, though, now that I'm. You know, I've got like bad back, bad hips, like, you know, the knees. Like the, the moisture when it rains. I can only imagine me laying on a waterbed. Oh, my knee, my hip. Oh, bitch, you're killing me. I'll tell you, you know, it's funny is once I started. Uh, Endlessly complaining. I came of age. Always. I came of age and started drinking. Oh, man, it's not good if you're tore up. That is real. I'm trapped in this waterbed. It's, it's got like a I can't get out. It's got like a big lip on the side of it, so it's shaking and moving, and I'm just trying to cl- crawl out. It's not good. I say motion on the uh, the stomach content isn't good. Okay, you bitch, Hiro. I pulled up. Uh, you know, here's your. <laughs> we love here. each other here. Uh, <laughs> where is where is it? Sorority Row debuted September 11th, 2009. So there not it is. January. So let's just say. So I mentioned Mel Gibson movie. Uh, some something called Independence Day pre uh Will Smith in the nineties, and then this film, uh, which technically came out in eighty two. Nineteen eighty two. Thank you. Yes. I'm, every time I'm speaking for him as he was listening on his way to work. So Sorority Row, the remake, opened in sixth place this weekend in September two thousand nine. Here would here would have been the options. You tell me if eighty three is better than this. If we're the two Sorority Rows, the number one movie was, and I'm thinking this is a Tyler Perry thing. Uh, Uh-oh. Grossing, I don't know for sure. It's not a Medea movie. Uh, $23.5 million, though. Jesus. I can What's do bad. I can do bad all by myself. Is that a Tyler Perry produced thing? Um, We're so white, we don't know. <clears throat> if I speak on this, it will be taken. I'm correct. <laughs> Written, directed, directed by. Yep. It does nine. not appear to be a comedy. I don't know if it's a romance. Romantic musical comedy drama. Starring, uh, let's see, Taraji P. Henson. P. Henson, I yeah. guess, is the lead. She's the most prominent one on there. It's a. It does not look like something we would cover, but uh, all right. So far, are we still going with 83 or 2009, Hiro? 2009. Just to see Jared Shut sweat up. a little bit. Shut Just up. Just to see- you I gotta like bring black it for women. Jared. Thank you very much. I like black women. Do you like Tyler Perry movies about black women? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, Here's the number two option. I believe, I don't know if this is a Tim Burton thing or not. It's, I think, an animated thing, a movie called Nine. Do you all remember this? I feel like it was like a... 
Isn't that the one with um, Daniel Day Lewis dancing around? No, that what is that one called? Is it's called it nine. Called, is it just called nine? <laughs> this one is the numeral nine. It's not spelled out. But I feel like it's like a it's little sock little, puppet like, looking uh, thing. Yeah, sock puppets. That's I was trying to verbalize what I was <laughs> trying to right, Jude. It yeah. looks like a like a dystopian future. Yeah. So far, I'm not amused by 2009, but Hyro is ready for the mm-hmm. Tyler Perry already. Well, I know. <laughs> You're trying to conquer the white race, Hyro. <laughs> you have no interest in... Speaking of white, here may be the breaking point, because I think this is a Kate Beckinsale movie. This is, I'll say something that from this mm. weekend of 2009, I've seen none of these. I'm just guessing based on what I remember mm. from trailers. White Out. I think it has Kate Beckinsale in it. Thriller, oh, maybe? I saw that. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, some sort of. I I was on a date and I didn't really pay attention. How'd that go? <laughs> oh, pretty good. I grabbed a tit. <laughs> we were the Thank only you, people dude. in the theater. <clears throat> that just one, just one breast. Ooh, yeah, just one. Yeah, you're being a gentleman. That's as that, that's as far. As <laughs> that's my version of being gentlemanly. <laughs> one breast, madam. That's all. <laughs> Save the other for later. Yeah, we haven't really communicated what this I is yet. I save dessert for later. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our commentary track. <laughs> <laughs> the scotch on the rocks, please. Any scotch will do. As long as it's not a blend, of course, uh, a single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe a Glengow, any Glen. I'm drunk on! I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred. God, such a bad movie. I don't know. Is Ashley House Stream going to be any better? House full What's of women. <laughs> but there's bound to be murder. <laughs> I had to get it in before we quit. Oh, was mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Oh. Stopping this one. And, uh, Mercifully. 